Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey guys, it's Robert from The College Investor, and today we are talking about the best ways to invest if you have a low income. So I've written a lot about building passive income streams and how to invest in real estate and how to get started investing in the stock market. But if you are struggling at a low income, these ideas can be especially challenging and you might not even understand what it will take to build wealth, especially if you're just starting out. So if you're scraping by on a low income, you're probably not going to be able to prioritize saving a huge portion of your income. And this means every dollar you manage to save and invest needs to go to its best possible use. So let me talk to you about six places that if you have a low income, you should consider investing so that you can maximize your long-term wealth building potential. So let's start with number one, and that is career advancement. The average person working full-time in the United States right now earns $876 per week. However, not everyone earns that much money, and even at that level, you are still probably barely scraping by. Around where I live, most entry-level full-time jobs offer about $14 per hour, which adds up to just $560, hours, or $560 per week, and that's assuming that you have a 40-hour per week. Chances are, if you're in retail or different starting professions, you know, you're not even going to necessarily get 40 hours. You might get 32 hours or 35 hours, so you'll be earning a little less than that. While $14 per hour is a decent decent wage for someone just starting out or a college student or something like that, it's not the type of wage that's going to make you wealthy. And if you're trying to support a family on $14 per hour, you're probably going to struggle to make ends meet. So most of the advice you hear about investing starts with setting aside a certain percentage of your income. And I've told you that as well. But if you're earning an entry-level salary of, say, $500 per week or less, that's not necessarily going to be the best use of your time and dollars. Most of the time, uh, a significant portion of your income needs to go to a plan for career and income advancement at this level. So if you look around your current career field and ask yourself, what would it take to double my salary? Whether you're a line cook at a restaurant, working construction, mowing lawns, you're a personal care assistant, you're in retail, I bet you you can find someone who earns at least double what you earn. And most of that time, the person that earns double what you earn doesn't have more degrees than you, and they probably aren't even that much smarter than you or work harder than you anyways. They've just figured out how to earn twice as much money in the same amount of time. So, the trick here is that you need to convince yourself that it's possible to double your salary and then you need to make a plan to do it. Sometimes that plan might mean earning additional certifications. Uh, you know, when I worked in a warehouse, getting my certification to drive a forklift, uh, which was a three hour investment that my employer paid for, yielded a $4 per hour raise. And that's a significant amount of money uh, just for three hours of my time. Sometimes you can increase your income by reading books on sales and marketing. Other times, maybe it's volunteering for the job that nobody wants to do. Uh, you know, sometimes you just need to ask for the new job or ask for a raise or ask your supervisor what it would take to get there. Many people find that connecting with other successful people is the best way to invest in themselves. One caution about investing yourself, going back to school isn't always the best way to invest in yourself unless you have a clear path to ROI for your education. That's return on investment. 
if you have a clear need for a bachelor's degree, the time and money you spend in college uh, is worth it. But if you don't have this clear need for education, you could totally be wasting your money. Ideally, the time and money you spend educating yourself and developing new skills will lead to a higher income, which will give you more opportunities to save and invest in the future. So really keep in mind how you can grow your salary and your career, because when you are young and you don't have any money in the bank, the best thing you have is time, and that time can translate to dollars, and how do you make the most of the dollars that you put in your time for? There are definitely options out there. Uh, but it's all about who you surround yourself with, who you network with, and who you know that's going to get you there. So number two is in cash savings. So investing in career advancement will almost always yield the highest return for people with low incomes. But that doesn't mean that saving and more traditional investing is unnecessary. In fact, most of the time, having some savings will be crucial to launching a new phase in your career. Even at a low income, you should aim to try to save at least 10% of your income in cash. If you do this consistently for one year, even while earning $14 per hour, you're going to have about $2,800 in savings at the end of the year. And that's enough cash to have an emergency fund that could help pay for a medical event, a car repair, or it could have money to invest in books you need for your classes or tools or equipment you need to help get yourself ahead in your career. If you have trouble keeping your money saved, I recommend looking it up with some of the automatic savings apps that we have uh, listed on our site. We've put together a review of the best automatic savings apps for you, and there are a lot of them there that could help you. Number three is invest in something you know. So after investing in career advancement and cash savings, the next investment should be to consider investing in what you know well. Some people can invest money in sneakers. Some people can invest money in junky cars so they can fix up and sell for profit. Others can invest in inventory for an Amazon business. But the goal here is to have the ability to buy low and sell high in a particular field and that you can flip this stuff and make even more money. Can you turn old wooden furniture into family heirlooms and spend your time at a flea market? Do you know about baseball cards? Well, then go to garage sales and find them. You don't need to necessarily invest your money in stocks or real estate to be an investor. Investors spend money with the expectation that they will earn a profit. So if you see a profitable opportunity, take advancement or take advantage of it. In a few years, when you're earning six figures, selling vintage Adidas uh, nylon jackets for a $20 profit might seem like a huge hassle. But if you're earning $14 an hour, selling that jacket is worth an hour and a half of your time. So I used to do this all the time when I was in college. I used to dominate going to garage sales and estate sales, buying stuff at these things and then selling them on eBay and Amazon all day long. At my peak, I was making 2000 bucks a month uh, and I was using that money to go right into my student loan debt so that I could get out of debt. And so it's huge when you're not making a ton of money to be able to put that extra money into your financial goals. All right. What are we at here? We're going into number four. Uh, number four is going to be a retirement account which a, with a matching contribution. So the first three investment options that we just talked about were not traditional, right? You did not probably expect me to start out with those, but they should be effective at least until you're on this uh, low, getting out of the low income traps. However, if you're a low income earner that has enough money to invest in your career, you have a cash savings, 
Uh, then it's time to start thinking about more traditional investments. Once you enter the world of traditional investing, opportunities for huge wins aren't easy to find, uh, especially if you have a low income and not a lot of savings. But the one exception to this, the one exception are retirement accounts with an employer match. When you're working for a fairly large company, they probably have a 401k for their employees. And most 401ks, you'll get a 50% to 100% match on the first three to 6% of your income you contribute to the account. That has an immediate ROI of 50 to 100%. What am I talking about here? So you might not necessarily understand these percentages, but so most employers will give you a dollar for dollar or 50 cents on the dollar match for every dollar you put into your 401k up to say 5%. What that means is if you contribute $50 and you get a dollar for dollar match, your employer contributes $50. That means you're making 50 bucks for saving for retirement. And that is an awesome investment and it's an awesome return on investment just for saving and investing in your future. So if you have any spare money, invest in your company's 401k plan at least to the match amount. As your income grows, you can try to shoot for the goal of maxing out your 401k, but if you're on a low income, don't start there. Just try to get to the matching amount. All right, number five is in a Roth IRA. If you don't have an employer account and you still want to invest in the stock market, the Roth IRA is the place to put it. Use a tool like M1 Finance to set up an account and it will just let your money grow for free. Uh, in general, people with low incomes benefit from investing in Roth IRAs rather than other forms of investments because you don't you pay taxes on the money when you invest it and the growth and dividends in the account are tax-free. If you are on a low income, you're in a low tax bracket, so that money gets is very well off when you put it in the Roth IRA. And the earlier you can start investing for retirement, the better off you will be when it's time to retire. All right, our last one is real estate. So you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean real estate investing on a low income? Well, a lot of people assume that you have to have piles of wealth to enter into real estate investing. And thankfully that isn't true. So one of my buddies, Chad Carson, Coach Carson, uh, is a real estate investor and he's a real estate investing coach. And he's got a ton of different ways that you can get into real estate when you have no money. Often people with low incomes try to get their start in real estate by house hacking or wholesaling properties. There's also ways to get started investing online for as little as $500 to get started. Uh, the early phases of real estate investing though are rarely glamorous, but they can be profitable if you know what you're doing and you can use your hustle and skills to make up for the lack of cash. So one common theme that kind of perpetuates through everything when it comes to investing with low income is you're gonna be using your time to make up for the dollars you don't have yet. But that's okay because as your time goes on, you're gonna have more dollars and you can start putting less and less and less time into your investing, which is the goal, right? Um, because you want your money to grow and you don't wanna to have to devote so much time to having money. All right, hopefully these six ideas gave you some really strong food for thought on how you can get started investing on a low income. If you found this useful, I would love it if you share it with your friends, your family, anyone that needs to hear it. And you can find me next time here at the College Investor Audio Show. Thanks, guys.